Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined by my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, what's happening today? Oh man, I got a good question for you today. Awesome. And this is this is not a this is a real simple question, but I think we're going to have to do a little bit of forensic analysis on it. And this this is uh, this one comes from Maria in Kansas, and Maria says, "I'm working with my patients, and I'm a very compassionate person, and I spend a lot of time with my new patients." <clears throat> What I don't understand is, even though after the first visit or two, and I'm asking them about care, you know, do you feel better? You know, are they happy with care? They're happy with care. They have a really early dropout. She says that within the first couple, three visits, she's losing a lot of patients. Mm -hmm. And she's like, why, why is this happening? Because I'm spending a a bunch of time with patients initially. And then after the first two or three visits, it seems like, they just disappear. Okay. What in the world? It's actually is going a common on? factor. Yeah. And she's like, what in the world is going on? You know, what in the heck? Because I think I'm doing everything right. Sure. So, so I'm, I'm going to use your term, Troy. Let's forensically anal- analyze this. Yep. And Maria, if you're, if you're listening, I, I want you to look at your practice and look at several things. Number one, how much time is the patient spending in the clinic on day one? And look at all the components of day one. How long does it take them to sit in the uh, waiting room and fill out their paperwork? How long are they in the exam room? How long are they waiting on you? How long does it take to take x-rays if you do that? Break up all the components. You know, and you may, you may want to have a staff person or something actually time all these events. How long are you in the exam? And most importantly, How much do you spend, how much time do you spend talking to the patient? I'm going to come back to a thought here in just a second. This this one's really got my brain going. Uh And then I want you to look at day two when you probably do your report of findings, or if you do it on day one, whatever. Um, Judge that as well. How long is the patient in the clinic before you come in to do the report of findings? How long is your report of findings? How much time is spent? Afterwards, if staff does a financial report of findings, how long then is, does it take for the patient to get moved into care and get their adjustment? So how long is that second day event? And then on day three, which I think is what you said her dropout point is. Yeah, so really day, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So by day three, you should be kind of into, you know, your active treatment plan that you've recommended. Same thing. How long are those events now? I'm mm-hmm. going to go backwards for just a second. I want you to think about patient perception. I'm going to give you a huge nugget here. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to send you a bill for this, Maria. Yeah, I know where just you're just headed kidding. with this. And this is, this is listen, because this is great. <clears throat> What's the patient's perception if they spent an enormous amount of time in your office on day one? And then day two, you repeat that. It might be 10 minutes shorter or 15 minutes shorter, but all of a sudden the patient's got in their mind, oh my gosh, to go to the chiropractor, it, it's an hour and 15 minute venture. I just thought I'd go in and get adjusted. So have you dealt with the perception that the patient has? And have you set the expectation that not every visit 
is like that. That's one of the reasons why patients drop out of care is because we give them a perception that those first are that every visit's going to be like that. And then it's mm-hmm. going to be this laborious thing. Number two, this is another pearl of wisdom, if you will. How much time do you spend talking to the patient? More importantly, how much time do you how much time do you spend actually trying to educate the patient about chiropractic care? So when we study consumer attitudes, which we do a lot, consumers are so smart right now because, mm-hmm. because of why? Because of the Google. Google. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Google exactly. Effect. And the Google, the Bing, the Yahoo, you know, all the search engines, you've got information right here, right at your fingertips. And so how many of your patients, and think about this, how many of your patients come in and say, oh, doc, I already know what I've got going on. I've got sciatica. And uh, I, I know that because, you know, my my right glute hurts and my right big toes are tingly. And and I know that it takes about 18 treatments and I want some of that decompression. And I mean, patients are literally that keyed in to what they think is going on and what they think the treatment's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so if we start talking too much and we talk them away from their perception too quickly, we create a barrier for the patient. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to the car salesman and I'm, I'm not trying to compare chiropractic to a car salesman. And I have a funny story about that if we have time, <laughs> but when when you go to the car salesman and you know when you show up at the car lot which car you want you know what color you want you probably even know which wheels you want on the car and you walk in and you think oh i'm going to get a black car with black interior and i love those black wheels mm-hmm. and the salesman starts saying well i've got this beautiful white one over here and they really start trying to guide you over to it and it's got more bells and whistles on it but it's not what you want And that's sometimes what we do when we talk Mm -hmm. too much. We wind up talking them out of care. And it's an interesting phenomenon. We also have a tendency to talk too much about us. Now, I I don't necessarily mean that, Maria, you're out there trying to tell every patient about how great you are and all your accolades you've had and the things you're involved in in the community. We try to tell them too much about chiropractic care. And when we do that, it changes for the patient. It changes what they think your focus is. They want you to be focused on them. Mm-hmm. So pearl number three, ask questions, make the conversation about the patient. If you want to build a great relationship with somebody, if you're going out on a date with somebody for the first time, how do you build a great relationship? Do you brag about yourself or do you ask questions of the other person? Mm-hmm. Ask questions. Otherwise, you're going to talk yourself right out, talk them right out of the relationship. So yeah, you're not, those are some you're really not, important steps. You're not driving a nail, and that's that's the right. whole point behind this. You know, in the past, there were times that we were so concerned that patients didn't understand what chiropractic care was that we'd sit there and pound on them like a nail until they did understand. <laughs> right. People today are coming in with a very deep knowledge in a lot of cases of what you already do and what they expect from their chiropractic experience. So they don't need to be pounded on like a nail. Mm -mm. They need to be affirmed, number one. Okay, yep, I'm hearing what you're saying. I agree. I agree with that. But number two is let's confirm what's going on with your condition. Mm -hmm. 
And as I'm confirming that with your condition, then I can now affirm that the things that you've read online about how to treat your condition, right up the alley of what we do. Yes, your disc condition would, would, would do really well with flexion, and we provide that service in our office. Yes, that disc condition would do really well with some ultrasound or some rehabilitative stretching exercises that are very specific, stretching and strengthening, and that's right up there. So you want to hear what the patient says. You want to investigate what's going on with your patient and then affirm that. So rather than driving a nail, you're actually confirming and then reaffirming what the patient just told you because they're already smart enough to know. Now, if they're way off base, you could say, yeah, with a condition that does this, this is what we'd want to do. But here's what I'd recommend with your condition. But I'm not driving a nail. I'm just diverting them slightly right. into the other lane. Right. It has to be empathetic communication. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to really listen and understand what the patient says their condition is. And that's kind of a duff. Of course, we do that. Mm-hmm. But the the light bulb is we've also got to listen to what they think their needs are because our job is not just to get them out of pain and get them back to full function. Mm-hmm. Our job is to fulfill their need. And the only yep. way we can uncover that need is to ask questions and make the conversation in the first couple of days about them. And by day three, if you do that, they will absolutely love you. Dial your communication back just a little bit too. The report of findings, for example, does not have to be a spinal care class. If you want to invite the patient to a spinal care class some evening, great, do it. I love that. But not your report of findings because you don't want to set the expectation that every visit is going to be this long, laborious, educative, take half my day process. Well, and if you want that patient to understand what your thought process is on <laughs> chiropractic care, there's no there's no issue with you doing a YouTube video, posting that up. Absolutely. And then and then when the patient signs up for care or schedules your care, for you to say, Hey, if you don't mind, watch this seven minute video. Don't make it an hour long dissertation. Do a seven minute video before the patient comes in. If that's what you really want to do is educate your patient, you can offer that to them. Now they can choose not to do that, but I know like uh, you know, uh I know a doctor that does stem cell therapy and as a result of her doing stem cell, she's like, a lot of people don't really understand what stem cell treatment really is. And so she actually does really in depth in about seven minutes, she explains what's going to happen, why we do the different things we do. And we're excited to see you when you come in. What a great little thing to do is create a YouTube video and link it in an email when you send that to a patient. So you have to use a little technology to do that, but let's get rid of the driving the nail. If you want to drive the nail, let's do it really softly like you're pushing a tack into the wall by doing a YouTube video rather than pounding on them when they walk in the door. Yeah, absolutely. So, there, so there's your pearl nugget. You know, everybody, you know, if you're listening to these podcasts, you're like, okay, are we really going to get some meaty stuff? Or are we just <laughs> going to get the, hey, you need to join cats and we'll help you. We do have a ton of information to offer you, but we're not afraid to give you a little bit of the meat for sure, because there are some really great things you can do in practice that are so simple. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you just take the pearls we gave today and start yeah. implementing them, wow, you're, you're going to see 
you're, you're going to see a major turnaround in your practice, especially if you've got high dropouts. But if you yeah. want to just garner more referrals, the same communication technique works mm-hmm. and it works yeah. well. You know, we developed the five minute report of findings for our clients and it's amazing. It works incredibly well and it brings in all these principles. And that's five minutes max. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. You don't, you don't have to sit there and pound on a patient forever. <laughs> All you're trying to get is acknowledgement that they understand their condition and what needs to be done. Once that's covered, it's time to get to work. And that's what we all are here for as chiropractors. We want to help people, but we want to help people that understand the process. Yep. And so as long as they do, I don't think you need to you know, beat a dead horse. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Hey, yeah. that was that was really good. Maria, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh hope you enjoy the the nuggets that we gave today. Yeah. And and that's for everybody. So. so I'll throw this out here. I'm I'm yeah. running short on questions right now. So if you want to get your question answered on our podcast, I think I've only got one or two in the backup right now. So if you want to get your question answered, Troy at catsconsultants.com, you can ask me the questions. Just let me know who you are. And basically, if you don't want us to tell your name, that's fine. We had one recently that's just like, I want to remain anonymous, but I want to ask a question. <laughs> but sometimes people are like, hey, it's okay if you use my first name in the state that I live in. That's that's pretty nonchalant. So we'll do that. Now, if they want to reach us from a standpoint, let's say they want to consult and they're like, man, my practice is good, but I think it could be so much better. Easy. What do they need to do and what happens? I mean, <clears throat> if I do a consult with you, what is the cost on that? Zero. Go to catsconsultants.com, top right corner, schedule on demand, go to my calendar, schedule a breakthrough call. I, I, we, we just, we love talking to chiropractors all over the country. We get, we get calls every day for breakthrough sessions. Um, Just jump on there. It's free, you know, and if, if you're not somebody we can help or not somebody that we think even needs help, we'll tell you that. But um, uh, you know, if we can help you, we're always here. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, that was a great conversation today. And I think that's a, that's a good topic. And and I think it will help a lot of you docs out there right now, because I think sometimes you guys are working too hard. I want you to work efficiently, not harder. Efficiency is, is the key. So yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Casey Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants. Check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, remember, stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you next time. See ya.